Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is round 11 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, following my uh, previous week's highlights, and because I've been on fuck all except for watching basketball all day, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously people would have seen uh, online, most people anyway, about game one in the playoffs. Uh, NBA Championship Series. Yep. Uh, Cavs looking to be, uh, I think that were maybe the longest odds you've had uh, at team for a long long time um lebron scores 51 on his own back like amazing clutch threes um but uh yeah undone by his teammates which has sort of been the problem with the Cavs. is there's lebron who we've always said is the second best team in the nba he is the second best team in the nba the rest mm. of his team could be probably about 20th best team in the nba yeah. <laughs> and uh jr smith uh <laughs> well first off they had uh, two free throws to pretty much ice the game and um well, yeah. one point down and he had free throws yeah, one point well, down. You know, it was like four seconds ago. This is what I don't get. I mean, he protected the draw, you know, yeah. with, with less than a second left. Faf Duplessis protects a draw on <laughs> the last day, bats for eight hours, and people hail him as a champion. You know, where's, where's the congruency where's the there? Where is it? Where is it? So, yeah, uh, one first free throw hits. Second one, J.R. Smith gets a rebound. 4.7 seconds left. Dribbles out way to like the halfway court and uh, runs the clock out. And uh, yeah, much to everyone's dismay, he thought oh. that they were actually ahead. While staring at a very remonstrable LeBron, who's like, what yeah. the fuck hey, are you doing? A wide open LeBron. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, I know that, I mean, the nation's already pretty questionable about how much work athletes actually do at college, but I think this is really sealed <laughs> that they do fuck all if yeah. J.R. Smith can't understand how, what the score is or what, uh, you know, plus one equals. <laughs> uh, what I love, and we were talking about it just before, was uh, game two though. Yeah, uh, J.R. Smith lines up for a free throws, and the Golden State Warriors crowd starts chanting MVP. Yeah, that's sensational. That is a brilliant crowd. And like, I mean, they deserve all their success. You never want to be loved by your opposition ever, especially in no. the finals. I think the problem is now LeBron's having to breed his own teammates. Like his lads coming up, he's going to be in the team before he's uh, twenty. Yeah. Well, I mean, Le- before he's fifteen. Well, yeah, LeBron. What did he come straight out of high school as well? He did. Yeah, so- he skipped college. So, yeah. Regrets um, that decision. Yeah. <laughs> I did see, uh, as a, a rookie, Reebok offered him $10 million, and he was like, nah, I reckon I get better. more. And he did, a year later, he got 80 Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? From Nike, I think it was. But uh, it's one of those things where if he took the 10 he's not going to complain anyway, is he? Nah, yeah, well, yeah. well, look, he's not struggling. Uh, Josh, you got a highlight from the weekend, or the week past. Uh, well, we're, we're living in the era of um, social media and uh, questionable things, snowflakes, that sort of shit. Uh, old mate, a UFC fighter, um, young young Donny Aaron. Uh, you, you wouldn't know him because he's pretty forgettable. His missus fights as well. Um, I've forgotten her name. Oh. But uh, Andrea Lee. Now, there are certain things where you'd be like, when you fuck up, you put your hand up and go, yeah, I fucked up. But when she's posting photos of her and her hubby out water skiing and he's got a swastika tattoo on one arm and a, an SS Panzer logo or whatever it is, <laughs> Gestapo logo on the other... And someone says, hang on. Something's what, up here. What the fuck are you doing? And uh, she responds with a tweet going, neither of us are racist. We have an Asian and a black guy that lives with us. Oh my gosh, guys, it's a tattoo he got when he was in prison. Get over yourselves. He covers them up all the time. We happen to have a lake day and it makes an appearance. Sensitive ass mofos. Now, in terms of how to respond to criticism on, are you a racist? Because that is a very racist tattoo. Calling everyone sensitive ass mofos is kind of not... Not great. And I mean, she didn't... She, I mean, she mentioned she lived with a black person, Asian person. No Jews. 
It didn't, didn't say if they were, you know, living with them voluntarily. Or... <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> the, the basement is free. But yeah, it, they adopted them. It, it may very well be that, you know, he was in prison, needed to join a white supremacist group to survive, whatever. In which case, probably get rid of him when you get out. I say, tattoo removal is not that difficult these yeah. days, is it? Maybe stick to yourself and read some books. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and maybe if you're going to call someone sensitive, it's like, oh, look, they only killed, what, four million of your people? Get fucking over it. Six. But... Six. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's a quasi-Holocaust denier. Yeah. He missed some of it, just not the other half. <laughs> Yeah, dispute rounding errors yeah. with Jews. Good luck. They're only half Jew. Some of them. Yeah. Um, my highlight of the week also comes from uh, almost the UFC. It's uh, UFC. What is it? Two twenty-five or two fifty? I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, um, CM Punk's fighting. Uh, yeah, two fifty-five. I think it is. I don't know. Yeah, with uh, not, not worries. Um, so CM Punk's fighting uh, in a couple of days. Um, he's also been in court for a court case that has been. For impersonating a fighter? Building up <laughs> for about four or five years, I think. So the short of it is, when he was with uh, the WWE, after he quit, he had a went on to his friend Colt Cabana's podcast, and he ripped into him and said, you know, did this wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people's opinion was, CM Punk is an arsehole, but he's not wrong. Yeah. Anyway, part of it was he ripped into the, medic- the medicos at the WWE, the doctor who's... He had a yep. big fucking staff infection and sent him, now nah, you're right, mate, out you go. So the doctor sued him for libel. Um, and all, out of it all came that the doctor probably shouldn't have gone to the stand because he incriminated himself <laughs> pretty fucking badly. But That's a hell of a heel turn. <laughs> <laughs> but during it, um, during when CM Punk was getting, uh, I don't know, questioned, yep. um, they asked what does CM stand for? He's never told anybody what it stood for. And he had to say, under oath, what CM stood for. So there's a fan who was the prosecutor. I don't think so, but I think they just wanted to, I don't know, show how ludicrous it was. Anyway, we found out CM stands for Chick Magnet. Wow. There you go. Wow. It's a name he's had for 20 years. (laughs) Chick Magnet Punk. It's now official. It's in court documents. It was sworn. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> it sounds like he's trying to get sponsorship from Lynx Body Spray or something. Well, he probably made the name up when he was 19 or something. And yeah. what is he, 39, 40 now, or, or whatever it is. But, yeah, that was uh, his, it was his AOL handle or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it very much, uh, very likely could have been. Um, anyway, it was uh, a big week in football, if not for quality football. Um, so we better get through it. Um, well, this was the, the first bottom, uh, bottom of the ladder versus top of the ladder round we've had. Or that I can remember. No, there's been a couple like that. But um, anyway, it started off on Friday night with uh, the Swans and Carlton. To be honest, you know, Friday night, when you put your tips in on the uh, most of the apps, you have to put a margin in. Yep. My margin was about 10 goals bigger than this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it Carlton dragging them down, dragging the Swans down to uh, the Carlton level? played all right for the first half. They were competitive. And I remember uh, actually making the comment on Reddit saying, this is already better than I expected. Yeah, yeah. And the second yeah. half, they were like, yeah, we're done. And to be fair... Expectations were low. Yeah, yeah. It must be hard to get motivated for this sort of game as well. <laughs> a little bit. Like it's yeah. You're supposed to be a percentage booster. There's a couple of things I noticed about the Swans that um, I don't know if they're good or bad. It's just the way that they are. Yeah. One is they're a very emotional team. So yeah. there was uh, obviously when Callum Sinclair um, kicked a goal. Like you're playing Carlton. It's second quarter. You're up by about twenty odd points. Yeah. And it. It was he was so yes we got this yes yeah. I'm like dude it's Carlton yeah what you, you should be winning by a lot more why are you so pumped but you know that's just the way the team he was is. able to shoot and it wasn't Buddy 
Maybe. Maybe it's just, hey, I'm, I'm getting a game, I'm, I'm playing footy. But the, the, that's that team. They play on such emotion like that. And then you go uh, to one of the other games, like in uh, Ruffy kicked the winning goal um, with two minutes to go against Port Adelaide. And it was just, yeah, that's yeah. my job. Well, to be fives. fair, I imagine it's because Longmire doesn't show any. Very much so. But the team does. Hmm. Um, it was it's just, I, I just saw it as, I'm like, Dude, this this is kind of a nothing. Maybe it's you're the, expected to win this. Yeah. Maybe it's the seeking approval from daddy sort of mentality. Like uh, he's so stoic and doesn't give anything away. It's like, yeah, look at me, look at me, dad. I did it. I did Please. it. I'm a success. Love me. And he's like, it, run back to vision, lad. Do wish you were aborted. It Drag could him. be. Now the other thing is, this was obviously the uh, Sir Doug Nichols round, so it was the Indigenous uh, Guernseys and all that. The Swans have the Adam Goods and Michael O'Loughlin medal. Yep. Now. What, what do you, there are a lot of medals and, and games between different sides that Derek have a trophy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you notice about this one? Two players from the same team. Yeah. Because yeah. like, remember, there used to be like the Hurt Archer medal, and, and mm. there's, there's um, you know, the, the Anzac, which is Collingwood and Essendon. Yeah. And then, you know, there's all these other marquee games that are two clubs. City have gone and said, we're going to have our own marquee, just us. <laughs> yeah. It's very much, it's it's uh, and it might be the mentality of being north of the border, they get left out um, of of uh, the, the Victorian thinking. Yeah, which they do. Stuff. How do you feel if you're GWS then? You're like, not only are we left out, we're left out by the people that are getting left out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, the ones that are not going to the yeah. party are also telling us we're not going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to go to the party with, not you. Um, um, but... Actually, to their credit, though, it is the Pride game this weekend against St Kilda. So they've brought a team along for that one. But yeah. when it comes to the Indigenous round, it's theirs and theirs alone. What do you think about the Indigenous Guernseys? Because I'm 100% for them. Um, okay, I've I got no problem with having um, themed Guernseys, but I think that some, some of them look absolutely atrocious. Yes. Some and, of them are shit. And everybody says, oh, no, it's great. No, 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 no. no. Call it, it out. I think the Sydney one was quite good with the black swan and everything. I, I'm I, on board with that. I Yep. I don't know why the big black swan. No, didn't do it for me. But it, it doesn't look like it fit. I like the ones that go. You know what? That's a different take on, on uh, on your Guernsey. Well, to be fair, Hawthorne haven't had a good Guernsey for a long time. Yeah, were all right. It was, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, but in the scheme of like, it's only because Hawthorne have had so many terrible ones. Yeah, you're like okay is good for us. Yeah, okay, is, okay is a win. Yeah, no worries. Um, and it'd be like Carlton drawing against City in this match. You'd be th- like, that's a win for us. The, the Carlton one I thought looked good. If they did the shorts as well. Yeah. Oh, fucking 100. Those shorts. That's Why? But, that's what stands out with nearly all the indigenous Guernseys is that they put, and a lot of the Guernseys are very, very busy. Yeah. And then playing shorts. Yeah. Oh, man. If, if, Looks weird. If Kate Spade designed those shorts, it explains a couple of things. Yeah, it does. Um, any more to say about Sydney Carlton? No. Crips is great. Yeah, exactly. I watched the first half and then I'm like, <laughs> well, Carlton are done here. Um, and I had to go to work. I, I also like that Crips called out Sinclair for diving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call him a fucking pussy or something. Yeah, it was, and uh, they actually uh, put up the gif of it on the AFL Twitter account yeah. as well, which is, yeah. Yeah, good on some sense of humour, yeah. But uh, it's good that it got called out more than once on the weekend, but we'll, we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, Randy and Diving to come. Randy did fuck all. He only got nine touches and no goals, so drag him, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it's not, ba- not bad for a back pocket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's done. Um, on to the Bulldogs and the Demons. Um on Saturday, was that at Eddie Head? I thought it was. Um, yeah, Eddie Head. Jeez, uh, the Demons are playing some impressive footy. Yeah, they are. Look, uh, you'd still say Richmond are the flag favourites, but geez, the Demons are in the conversation. Oh, I, I think the Eagles. Yeah, what are they at sitting the third at the moment? D's third. They've been third for a couple of weeks. It's um, kind of crazy. They've snuck into the third, and Adelaide have dropped out of the eight. 
It's amazing, isn't it? Not have seen that come at the start of the year. A couple, no. of, a couple of weeks ago, I went, "Oh my god, they're third. Not sad about it either, actually. No, they're <laughs> playing great footy. Yeah, it's exciting footy to watch. Kicking massive scores. Yeah, and it's, they seem like the club that actually would have some sort of strategy to beat the Tigers' pressure because they got big men that actually know what they're doing. Yeah, if if they were coming up against the Tigers right now, it's a tough call. But yeah. you know, they played them a month ago and got wiped. Yeah, but I think also it's a totally different game plan. Like mm. uh, the Tigers are all about hassle and run. Whereas the stoppage work that Melbourne have is the best. It's it's by far and away the best. Oh, and you've got to say, like, obviously, Maxie Gorn is fucking killing it. Oh, yeah. And Jesse Hogan now has come of age. Yeah. Fuck yeah. me, they look dangerous once Jesse Hogan's, like, a constant worry for opposition. Well, losing Jake Lever here is just starting to get into form. It's a fucking heartbreaker. It is. It? It, it is, actually. Yeah. He was just starting to show some of the promise that they recruited him for. Um, and what, he's out for six? No. 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 Done. Done. Yeah, ACL. Yeah. So uh, he, he might make buy round next year. Yeah, he's still on probation though, so they can still can his contract. That'll be good. He's got a receipt. Goes back to hourly rate. Um, I think they can cover him though. I'm not as doom and gloom. No, I think they'll be fine. Well, I think if you're going to lose someone in your back line for Melbourne's probably the the area where you can afford it. Well, it's, he's not a full back either. No, no, he's not a key position back. He is a, a, a very, very handy floating back flanker. Well, that's it. It's supposed to be that player that sets up your forward run across yeah. the half back line. But, I mean... To be fair, he hasn't done that to an amazing effect with uh, Melbourne. Not season. all season. It's Not all season. But I think um, players have stepped up. Compared to Richmond, where they they rely on half back run to get it out of their back line. If you're yeah. a backman for Melbourne, you're just like fuck it. I'll just sort of accidentally dribble it over the boundary line, let Maxi go and tap it down our throat, and we'll get it out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not as vital to run it out or blast kick it. Be- yeah, because they're not scared of a stoppage. No, yeah. they yeah. fucking love them. Yeah, exactly. Especially Clayton Oliver, who's taken a book out of uh, a page out of Tom Mitchell's book and just got the plenty of one twos for twenty handballs a game or something like that. <laughs> um, He's a decent player though. Twenty eight handballs, sorry. Twenty eight handballs. He he loves a handball. Loves that one too. If he can get it back, he <laughs> loves it even more. But um, Angus Brayshaw, though, his last month has been amazing. Yeah, oh, it's been superstar. Um, imagine when the, I mean they've still got a few to come back. Um, I've got a feeling that Petrarca is. Uh, I know he he played, he played but yeah. he's still getting up to full speed. Yeah, when yeah. you got Brayshaw, Oliver, Petrarca, yeah, like and Viney is still. You know, he's only two weeks back. Cam Pedersen's yep. coming back. Jesus Christ, that's a midfield. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Petrarca has. It seems to be he's have been a more fitter version of almost like a, a Jonathan Patton or something like that, where yeah. that big person is just sort of trying to. Obviously, they're, they're young, so they've got to figure out how to deal with that big, lumping body as they, they grow up. nugget. But he seems to have it figured out, um, yeah. whereas Patton obviously all those injuries. But yeah, he's starting to catch up to his size, I think, with the, his skills and ability. Um, he's getting faster. Melbourne are going to go deep in finals this year, but I'll tell you what, they're my early favourites for next year's flag already. Yeah. yeah. I just think I that... I can see it happen. They're, they're, the age bracket they're in, and Maxi Gorn, the form he's in, the sky's the limit. They should be excited. Well, it's the second longest drought, isn't it, Melbourne? Uh... No, besides people that haven't won, yeah. it's the longest. Uh, St. Kilda, I thought, was the longest. No, they're 50s. That was the last okay. time Melbourne won. Uh, no, they won in 60... I'm going to say 63. And, yeah. and St. Kilda was 66. So, yeah. um, I, I, I'm having to guess. But anyway. Fucking Hotham's going to be struggling this year. Aren't they? Aren't they just? Yeah. GFC, now this. Um, but the Bulldogs, though, it's just... even Everything coming out of their camp is just so... <laughs> Fucked. Yeah, oh, they're cactus. Well, even the reliable players that you used to be able to, you know, um, peg for uh, at least lifting up their half of the ground just have failed. I mean, that section, the exception of McRae, 
He's been the other one that's been week in, week out consistent. The other ones have really dropped. Even Bontempelli, who, even if he had a bad game, it still was only a bad game compared to what his good games were like. Yeah. Um, I mean, but he's 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 obviously uh, struggling without getting the help around him. But Bontempelli sh- should be... Um, we should be talking about him in Brownlow contention. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's what they've always pegged him as. He's mm. going to be you know, top three in the league type of stuff. And, I mean, this is a good game. He had, you know, kicked a couple of goals yeah. and uh, 20-odd touches. But he, he's not... Like if you had Nat Fife or him on the table right now, you go, well, Fife. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. where it should be a, a, a discussion. You know, yep. and that's what they've been hoping out of him. I think it's still that he just has a lethargic um, nature about him. Yeah, it seems like that's the problem with the Bulldogs. Is it, they all got that it, lethargic it, nature. It's easy for them. Yeah, Mitch Wallace still tooling around in the twos. Um, might be tooling around somewhere else next year. I, reckon. I yeah. think that's you'd have to. Like you can't have a player like him, who was a fucking super asset in. Yeah. Um, 2016 and play him in the twos for an extended period I I, I don't get a lot of what the Bulldogs are doing but if there's disciplinary issues the Bulldogs have shown they're not afraid to air that yeah so is it a form issue is he just not rocking up for training is he getting on the gas with Libertore I think Jordan Ruffhead's running around in the twos as well yeah I'm pretty sure he is yeah so Um, there's something going on having said all that um, uh, Gowers has been a fine for him this year but you're not looking for him to carry the team. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, it's, it's pretty easy to find those rough ones in the, the patch at the moment because everyone else is shit out. Yeah, but that, yeah. That's, yeah. Finding, that's finding five bucks in the coat you hung up. Like That's not yeah. finding a winning lotto ticket. And, and English has had a couple of good games as well. But again, like realistically, those guys shouldn't be shouldn't be getting a shot. Yeah. Well, yeah. None of us are expecting them to play finals, are, they, are we? Not now, mm, no. no. Um, I don't think I picked them before the start of the year either. I can't see him in the top ten. No. Um, it's quite lacklustre. Um, anyway, I think that's enough about the Bulldogs. Yeah, flipping the game of the round, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, Hawthorne Port Adelaide was one. Of, sometimes it goes to show that it doesn't need to be a good game to be close, but no, it helps, especially in Tasmania. <laughs> yep. Sometimes it helps. Hey, it was exciting. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, 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 the game wasn't won until it was over, and that was the only match we could say that for. Yeah, I guess so. Because um, everything else was a fucking blowout. Oh, no. I mean, I think that Giants-Adelaide was um, a better game, but I was watching a lot of this game. I was out doing family time, and a lot yeah. of it I was watching um, without the sound. Yeah. Um, sort of, you know, peaking here and there. Didn't help. There were, I think, a, a record 10 50-meter penalties. Right. Could not tell for the life of me what they're all for. <laughs> and then uh, I, I checked online, and it looks like those that could hear couldn't tell either. So. <laughs> What a weirdly umpired game. Yeah. That's the was, only way I can put it is weird. The whole round was that. Yeah. I'd, yeah. I have no idea what the umpires are getting instructed on every week. And look, if if the umpires are told to pay a certain thing, that's fine. Can, you, can you let us know? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it seems like it changes minute to minute. You'll have two instances in the same play on both sides and one gets paid, one doesn't. And it's, it... it, it Drives people nuts. Well, that was the same in the NBA Finals. There was some real, like, shithouse, inconsistent yeah. calls um, between both games. And maybe some, like, umpire Illuminati, where they just get together and go, that's fuck with people this year, <laughs> this month. <laughs> yeah, them and ticket collectors or something. Guys, like. we've got nothing to talk ticket about. We'll yeah. Get them to talk about umpire. <laughs> um, it was a weird one, though. It's, again, for what, Hawthorne got six wins? And I reckon four or five of them have been the opposition side's worst game of the year. Yeah. And it's yeah. just mm. being like that. I don't know if it's, they've dragged it down or, or, or what's going on, but what are they? were shit ass. Yeah. Well, like we've uh, made light of several times, I tipped them to win the minor premiership. That's not going to happen. 
and uh, they'll be lucky to play finals. Well, I mean, they're in the eight at the minute, aren't they? And they've got a game in hand. Mm. But, I mean... But there's buys coming. They've got... Um, they don't have a game in hand to catch up with because everyone else is playing. Yeah, they've had their buy. They've had their buy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they're still not looking good. This was terrible. It was just pure filth. Um, and it, they did a lot of the mistakes of, you know, blast kicking forward that made um, Sicily best on ground just about. Yeah. Um, I think he's second or third in the league now for intercept marks, and this wasn't difficult for him. No, no. And, that, I mean, Hawthorne's strategy obviously is the... Let Jack Watts kick three because, um, yeah. Well, Jack Watts kicked three, but two of them from, from the goal square, and I reckon they're the only three kicks he got all day. <laughs> he was shit. You just don't bother to cover him anymore. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty happy with this, though, because it means Ollie Wines might leave. Um, if he leaves, I reckon he'll be in the red and the blue. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're still smarting over Jakey Lever. <laughs> Adelaide, the, the whole region of SA will just fucking riot. Oh, I'll give him something to do. Um, something else I noticed, uh, Sam Powell Pepper, um, he's a fiery lad. Um, yeah. I think yep. everyone agrees with that. Um, he, he's in good touch. But uh, Sean Burgoyne had an absolute belter of a game. Yeah. Would not go... Um, no remonstrating with Burgoyne, doesn't matter what happened, just none. Well, it is to... Um, the Aboriginal heritage yeah. route. But it, what I was saying is, uh, then it made me think, I can never remember any um, Indigenous player having a go at another Indigenous player. And I believe a lot of it is um, because when they come into the league, Indigenous players, like they have a lot of um, mentorship and, and, yeah, and, camps that, and things like that. They don't yeah. care if you play for another side. Yeah. Um, and no. uh, I think Eddie Betts is really big on, he does it for Port Adelaide and Adelaide, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because he's the elder statesman there. Yeah. So there is that building and that camaraderie. Um, so, you know, let's everyone, you know, uh, what is it, a rising tide? Lifts all, uh, raises lift, all boats. Raises all boats, something and like that. drowns all stragglers. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just thought, oh yeah, you, you can see it in play. Yep. You yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Bergwijn's known for that as well. He does a lot of outreach. Um, and I remember... I think it was Josh Gibson saying he was a big reason he went there, even though Josh Gibson's not Aboriginal. Um, Nobody knows what the fuck he is, though. <laughs> but uh, he's he is very much that super respected uh, elder statesman of uh, the Aboriginal community in football. And so I can very much understand that it would have been like almost having a crack at your dad. Yeah. Like, he's gone up there and he's like, you what, mate? He's like, son, do you really want to do this? And I mean, yeah, Bur- right. Burgoyne is old, too. He... He might be older than Sam Pal Pepper's dad because I know Pal Pepper's a young lad too. He might, I think, he might have twenty years on him, or, or near enough. Yeah, close. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, he, I tell you what, though, he's still got another year left in him. He was best on. It was near best on ground in this game. Um, I, I'd give him another year. You got to. He's too, too classy. Oh, I'd give him. How many games is he up to these days? Yeah, he's coming up to three fifty soon. I think. Jeez, jeez. He could, he could legit have a run at four hundred. Uh, yeah, he need two I, more seasons. I after reckon this. it might be one too many. For him, one Fuck season, it, let him go. Many. But I tell you, if he wanted it, I'd give it to him. Just don't, yeah. don't let him get near four three two. All right, that's enough about that game, uh, and the, even less about this game will do. Uh, Suns and the Cats. Cats did whatever they wanted. Suns yep. were woeful. Yep. Gaz Ablett decided he wanted to turn up today. Oh, that was nothing. Was to a warm up run for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah it really, it was. Selwood and Dangerfield went. Oh, mate, your turn. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah. Although one of his goals got in the goals of the week. You know how they pick three goals for yeah. goals of the week. I looked at it and went, "That's a running, that's, that's a running drop running punt." Goal. It's yep. Gary Ablett. It's in okay. Gold Coast. 
but anyway, I'm like, okay, yeah, there, uh, that happened. Um, what I did love was this is uh, Gold Coast Suns' first home game for the year. Yep. So obviously they haven't had a chance to be at the home crowd and that. So they decided, win, lose, or draw, we're going to give away the footies and sign the footies and give it out to the crowd. Yeah, It's not really a great sign, though, when you've been done by, what is it, uh, 80, 85, 80 yeah. You've been done by 15 goals. You're like, sign the footy here. Yeah. Here, kid, remember this day? <laughs> <That's Yeah. great. laughs> and and kicked 4-12. So it's sort of one where you'll they'll kick it into the crowd and it'll go fucking off the side of the boot <laughs> yeah. and end up back in the ground. And come, it's like volleyball. They chuck them out, crowd chucks them back <laughs> in. <laughs> right, there's got to be a few people in that crowd that got four or five balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Do you want one? Do you want another one? You, you got kids at home? <laughs> Bring them out next time. <laughs> They're trying to sandpaper the side of it to get some swing. <laughs> I think it cost them a few more players too. I think May's gone um, and uh, We can all read Martin, a calendar, mate. Um, you know? Yep. So things are looking really up for Gold Coast from here. Yeah, they're fucked. Um, we we didn't expect them to play finals, but uh, they're looking at the spoon now. Yeah, and, and yeah. now all everyone's talking about is where does Tom Lynch go next year? And I've said many times, I'll take him at Hawthorne, but goddamn, if he goes, forget it, Gold Coast is finished. There's, there's no point to them. Oh, Collingwood's going to throw everything at him. Well, yeah, and, and Richmond. You know, and they're, Richmond. They're rumoured to be in it. But oh, it it, depends who you ask. If Tom Lynch leaves Gold Coast, how do you go to the next person and say, you know, the, the next number one draft pick, mate, come here, we want to build a, a, a team with you. I'm like, well, your fucking captain doesn't even believe it. Yeah. You know, what am I going to do? Well, they need to recruit, in which case, fucking, I don't know, look for look for someone, anyone. They're retirement home. I think you've got to find like any any athletes left over from the Commonwealth Games who just try to stay out their visa and Well, there was a whole bunch of... them legit. Was it um, Caribbean or Senegalese or something? I don't know. They're still missing? Yeah, yeah, that, we'll find them. Chuck again. Get him on. Find that French fucker that climbed that building to yeah. save that kid. <laughs> well, he's French now. He, he's, he's been offered everything, so you, yeah. why not offer him a contract? Yeah. Get him in. We'll play in Paris. Fuck it. Play, <laughs> you're playing in China. Why not try Paris? Not a bad call. It's worth something. Yeah. All right. Dream time. <laughs> Just like, yeah, they'd give up there too. <laughs> um, yeah, well, there's a lot of white flag about this game. Um, dream time of the G, uh, the Tigers and Essendon. Um, Jackie Stringer's best match so far, and he was still ordinary. Yeah, he's been all right lately, but this was back to reality for uh, for the Dons. Um, I think it was more though. Richmond just got going. Yeah, it's pretty classy performance by it Richmond, was. Um, especially Edwards. Exactly, fucking killed it. And like like we've always we haven't always said, but you can see we talked about it last year where him in a in a tight space, he seems to have more time than everyone else. And when he's talking about that, what Stringer? <laughs> um, he was talking about how he gets that from um, obviously having to play against Richmond's pressure in practice. In practice, yeah, yeah. And so, chopping on. yeah. In these games, he, he looks like he's uh, just ahead of the curve, and he does something special every game that usually you don't notice because it doesn't get shown. But yeah. obviously, that little flick up pass flick to, up. to Caddy and Caddy. Uh, tell you what, didn't Caddy look after him too? Yeah, he kicked yeah. it off one step yeah. and just fucking nailed it. Yeah, and Kenny um, was having a day out, so... And, and when he did it, too, I thought, nah, he's rushed his kick, it's going to go anywhere. Yeah. This could go anywhere, but um, he, he actually got it there. It's just in fine form, Caddy, like, week in, for week out, for the last probably four four weeks. Um, he, he's been super. Turn it on. Um, he's been absolutely super this year, Josh Caddy. He, he yeah. could actually be All-Australian. Yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely got his name in that in that bracket. Um, it's hard to think who else would fill out that sort of forward flank centre, maybe forward pocket sort of role. Yeah. Well, um, if you had a squad of 40, I, I'd say he'd be in the squad. Yeah. If yeah. he's in the team or not, you, you've got an argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was great. Um, the other one with uh, Titch, um, uh, 
uh, was I think it was against Goddard when, out on the uh, on the wing yep. where you can see he just he, his breaks were better. Yeah, and he just stopped and went the other way. And you're like, I can't catch him. Yeah, it definitely was Goddard because Goddard then uh, dived and couldn't get him and, on the and tackle. And pointed at someone, angry. pointed at someone, and blamed uh, yeah, the rest of the team. <laughs> blamed the pretzels. Yeah, yeah, but I think that was great to see. Uh, Shedder get the recognition on the stage that you know for Indigenous Round. Yeah, um, really turned it on. I, I've got crowd. a feeling he knocked it out of the park last year in Dreamtime of the G as well. Yeah, I, it's just I have that memory. I can't picture him playing, but yeah, yeah, losing Zaharakis though. Oh, you could feel it, couldn't you? Yeah. Eight weeks, I reckon. And Jesus. Like, uh, I was watching and everyone goes, oh, it's a broken collarbone. Like, no. He disconnected the collarbone and the sternum. Yeah. He just going, no, no. <laughs> the collarbone and the sternum. Fucking he, hell. Yeah, I without, don't, I don't even him, understand not Oh, not, not many. Which is a shame because they, they put it together a good couple of weeks. But. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fantasia didn't look right either. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, and Danaher's still a few weeks away, so poor old Don's. I don't. Know, plus, but- with Danaher, it's his groin. So when he comes back, you know, part of his uh, appeal, I guess, is his long bomb kicks too. Oh, I thought it was his mustache. To be honest, well, I'd say part of his appeal was his groin. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to Jakey Stringer again. He's probably given that a workout when he's time off. Let's be honest. Yeah, fair play to lad. Um, anyway, it was uh, terrible. Um, on to the Eagles and the Saints over there. Eagles by two goals, but really... Most talked about match. You reckon? For one incident. <laughs> for um, the injuries, I guess. Okay. I feel like I thought there was a more talked about incident. Yeah, right. yeah I've no, got a feeling there were a couple. We just glossed over that you one. Know, maybe... Yeah, no, oh, I, we did skip Rance's dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but he dived, you got called for it. Yeah. Move on. Grand I, out of the pocket or something. I, yeah. I did like how Richo came out and said, everyone does that, guys. I was like, uh, I no, did it. This, this was, <laughs> what yeah. I actually liked was during the call, Richo said, oh, he's put a bit of mayo on that. Yeah. Like, Richo wasn't defending it during the call. He, I think he was more defending the amount of shit that got heaped on afterwards. Yeah. But I can't believe, like, Rance, um, eyes in the back of his head, because he timed that dive perfect. Felt the slightest touch and just, like, <laughs> went for it. Um, so, yeah, good for defending and for, I don't know, reverse parallel parking. Yeah, there's there's dropping condiment on a hot dog and there's just a mayo sandwich. And that's what he was running with. It's it is hard some of those because you, when you're just about to jump too, it doesn't take much and yeah. you go flying. Yeah, and you can look like an idiot. Um, that's not what happened here. Um, yeah, I I think um, I'm glad it, it got fined. Yeah, that's all I yeah. can say. But again, a lot of people think right. Here's our fucking chance to unload. I'm yeah. taking this. Yeah. Um, and they did. Oh, it's great to be hated. It's great. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it really is. Um, I, I wouldn't know. Can I say, was it North Melbourne that was years ago saying we, we want to be hated? Oh, no, it was the Bulldogs, wasn't it? We want people to hate us. Anyway. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Collingwood because they got their wish. No. Um, so the Saints did have some accuracy. Um, yeah. Was that two, two weeks in a row of accurate Saints? Well, 14 4 is impressive, but. Is, yeah. Again, I think they kicked the last six goals. Yeah, by the time West Coast had taken the foot off the gas at that, that well stage. Well, truly. But I mean, up by, up by nine goals or something at that point. The game was over. Yeah, They yep. weren't getting there. But it was um, it was big that Saints still thought, at least we can try. Well, if they, yeah. We'll put a couple in. They played in the second half, which yeah. is a very big improvement for the yeah. Saints. Yeah. Well, the, the big injury I was talking about was uh, Jack Darling. He's having a stellar season. Yeah. And he's out for, what, the next six to seven weeks? I don't know if it was that long. Um, but he, he's out. Um, I think that it wasn't as bad as they first thought, but I, I don't know if they've um, put a put a time frame on it. If they have, I've missed it. But yeah, and they very well could have. But it looks so innocuous how he did it as well. Mm. 
And that's that's the scary ones, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that was Jackie Levis. Jackie Levis was even less. Yeah. yeah, it was nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, the um, the app says he's uh, ankle six weeks. Six weeks. There. You yeah. Go. Yeah. I think on the Saints side of things, memory kicking six straight. Um, like I've been saying, they need to really identify some sort of structure they're forward line because yeah. they've got too many contenders for that position and not enough in that snap back to midfield to really bring the ball forward. Um, they did like, last week against the Tigers. They let them pretty much own the center of the ground yeah. and run freely. Um, they. They seemed to claw that back in that second half, but in the first half, it was much of the same. I think their defensive uh, uh, sort of transition from attacking to defence really needs some work. Yeah, but the foot was off the pedal in the second half. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, And there was a fair bit of junk time goals too. Yeah, well, the last quarter was junk time. Yeah. But there's a lot of games you see the, the it's decided at three-quarter time and then there's two goals to one kicked in the last. Yeah. At yeah. least the Saints were, no, we've got They'd a chance. We'll, yeah. we, we will run it out, exactly. It's, but, it's something. I like memory, but do you see him as the forward you can build a team around? Yeah, I do. You do? But he just hasn't been kicking yeah. straight He's for, been a fucking good team for about him. two months. Um, if he was kicking straight, like I think he, he, at one stage there he went one goal 12 yeah. uh, over accumulative weeks. You know, if he, they, they weren't going to win games if he kicked 6-6, six, six, for example. Yeah. But, jeez, but they'd make a better show. Yeah. Give him something more. I think Jade Gresham's been great for him this year so as well. So do I. Yeah, he's been He's a man. fucking champion. Who was the saying that like, his forward pressure or his pressure off the ball was bullshit? Like, yeah. I'm sick of the old cunts in the media that just uh, trying to make the game what it was 20 years ago. Do you mean Robert Wars or Grant Thomas? Uh, probably both of those. And yeah. I think David King was in there as well. Um, it was someone that was clearly wrong. Um, yeah. I just wish those guys would shut the fuck up because we don't want the game to go back to like it was in the mid-90s. Like That time happened and it's passed. Mm. Let's make sure the game always progresses. Yeah, uh, and, and, uh, and and we're winning. And so. have, you, have you watched the mid '90s football? Oh, it's it's not great, is it? No, it's not great. Looking back at it, like at the time, you know, it's the best product on the planet. Yeah. So you love and life, but you look back at it, and then you watch it side by side, and people are like, oh, the hard hits, and no, like, yeah, well, yeah, the th- there's a couple. But the thing it's is, fucking slow. Yeah. Back in the mid '90s, the games you remember were the great ones. Yeah, you don't yeah. remember the ordinary ones. Yeah, that's it. The Fitzroy getting beaten by thirty-five goals, kind of games. Yeah, um, yeah the, the ones where you know. Uh, North won by 10 goals against the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah I remember those. Yeah. They were great. You know, it, those exactly. games. See, so, I'd go back to those matches. I'm fine with that. Right, because the 89 grand final I can watch any day. Yeah. Because it, it's a fucking classic. Yeah. But there were other games that season that were quite fucking ordinary. Exactly. And like, we don't mm, remember them. I'll watch a Magic Moment style recap of the season, but I ain't yeah. watching a game. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, having said that, I don't buy into the theory that everything's fine. Like, no. No. There's, you know, this weekend there was. Yeah. One and a half games were good. Yeah, just listen to the young people, maybe. You know, <laughs> don't listen to the old cunts. Yeah. And, you know, occasionally... Although we did see the uh, the old BT50 actually beat a spectator this week. So, <laughs> we oh, look out. At, well, we're coming up to the North Melbourne-Brisbane Lions game, which, as you say, the, the BT50, the... Uh, was it quarter-time race? Yeah. Uh, the BT50's had a rough season so far. It's lost every match. I think it even lost against a dude in a wheelchair well, I, uh, I th- who, who wasn't moving rapidly. It was one of those auto wheelchair things. Yeah, so it's Stephen the... Stephen Hawking style. It's the you know the race along the boundary line at quarter time for vouchers. Yeah. And I think the BT50 is put into neutral and then somebody pushes it. That's yeah. how fast it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it beat the kids these time, uh, on this day. But I wonder yeah. if it's in contract where Mazda, you know, just not look like a total fucking jackass of a car. <laughs> they have to win like once in a while. One a season. Yeah, it's like well, a reverse co- uh, configuration of a pokey machine or something. Yeah. I imagine there's an app like on the laptop with a guy there and he's like, yeah, all right, we'll hold it back, hold it back. And someone's gone, fuck, this kid's taking a fucking long bang. Up, <laughs> over, done, fuck off. Um, but they got gave him, gave him the vouchers anyway. 
Mm. Yeah. Um, now, before we get into this actual game, there's something else uh, I want to talk about. The, um, th- this month um, at Etihad Stadium, they have monthly specials going. Yep. Uh, it was uh, $3 pies. Right. And I thought, well, we had $2 pies last yeah. September, so, mate, you're fucking behind to start exactly. with. But uh, at halftime, I went to get a feed, and there was uh, packed at the... Um, the food stand, yep. and there was an old bloke uh, in front who was ropeable. He was <laughs> yelling at one of the Etihad Stadium staff, yep. and because he's going, mate, we're sold out. We've got none. He goes, we expect, we only expected twenty thousand. Yeah. Do you know how many people rocked up? Twenty two. Twenty two thousand. <laughs> like, mate, you're not doing yourself any favors here. Like they ran out because that extra two thousand were fucking hungry, apparently. Anyway, I was at Preston Markets today. Now, one thing I love about going to markets is watching white guys try and argue with the Asian people. <laughs> <on the counter. laughs> and this, this guy's arguing because um, he's trying to order two kilos of whatever the fuck he's buying. And he's ended up with four kilos. He's Cocaine. like, he's, <laughs> that's in the car park. And that's yeah. against like the, the Albanian fellow who sit in the coffee shop. Um, so anyway, he's like, uh, you told me that uh, there wasn't, wasn't, wasn't enough to buy, buy uh, two kilos, but I've ended up with four. And he's like, I don't understand. I don't understand. He's like, <laughs> he's trying to explain it. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it. I walk up there. G'day, mate. How you going? <laughs> oh, well. Yep. Um, all right, so this game, North um, got out to a massive lead um, in the first half, and I don't know if... I think that Brisbane were not playing that badly, but goddamn, North took their chances. Uh, well, well, North usually, like, their whole game plan is bringing the other team down to their level. They're not used to playing someone like <laughs> Brisbane. Like, shit, what do we do here? 140 is a good fucking score. No, Higgins was spectacular, but he was silk. Yeah, he went a little bit quiet in the, first, in the second half, but it was only because his first half was so fucking loud. Yeah, yeah. He he thought everyone else would have a turn, but uh, Luke McDonald, that was the best game I've seen him play, and uh, a lot of goals. I pumped up the start of the season. Paul Hearn comes in, one of the best debut matches for a bloke that hasn't played in two years. <laughs> well, I'd say there's actually a better debut on, on the weekend, but uh, we'll come up to that. Um, when North are winning by ten goals, you know, scored 140. Yeah, they've got the leader in the Coleman up the forward, but he's only kicked two. Yeah. It's a weird game for Ben Brown because... He was getting fucking mugged as why. I reckon he wasn't. I reckon he just... The ball wasn't getting kicked to him because there was no pressure at half forward. All the forwards were snapping it over his head. Yeah. I reckon it was just the game was too easy up the field for him to get involved. Yeah. Which is weird. Jack Zebel had uh, three nice goals too. One of them was a gimme from that... Uh, uh, I think it was Hipwood was running back was in the back line, decided to kick all the way across oh, the switch. There was a couple. And you see it just sit up in the air, and you see Zebel go, oh, fuck, I got this. It, yeah, he went to spoil it, and it stayed in his hand. He went, yeah. well, I've got to keep the fucking goal now, don't I? Uh, he, he loved life right there. <laughs> what happened with Jared, Jared Waite? Jared Waite happened. That's what? Yeah. Calf uh, just in the... In the warm-up. I mean, we called it. We called it. Yeah, it's due for an injury. The, the funny, funny thing is, young Tom Murphy's had a, had a seat, and he's, you know, about to get tucked in into a pie and whatnot. And all of a sudden, they're like, come on, lad, uh, go get changed. He's like, oh, you fucking shit me. Because, <laughs> you know, oh, look, get the rookie. You're going to get changed. I'm going to come back and sit here and watch the game on Guernsey, you fuckhead. And like, no, we're legit. It's Jared Waite. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I believe that It's now. Waite now. <laughs> yeah. And off he goes. And he, they actually were still doing the warm-up and just finishing the warm-up and the siren's blowing when he's actually running on the field. Because <laughs> um, uh, I was listening to the radio and Josh said, what's uh, Jared Waite out for? And I just said, Jared Waite. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, I don't know. Will, will it be uh, weeks for him? or No, apparently he, he could have played, but it's Brisbane, so they didn't bother. Same with Jay fair, Anderson. Fair enough. He yeah. was uh, had a bit of a... Calf tightness? With, yeah. Uh, sorry, hamstring tightness. Yeah, or groin or something. And they said he could have gone back on, but nah, why bother? Um, 
Dane Beams was killing it in this game too. Um, Jacobs, it looked like they didn't know if Jacobs should run to Beams or Zorko. And yeah. they kind of, so he kind of covered them, tried to cover them both. And I, I think he should have just picked one. I mean, it's ambitious to try and cover those two quality Yeah, hitters. it was like five minutes over here, then five minutes over there. And I thought, oh, pick one, you know? Yeah. But uh, Beams ended up kicking five or six. No, he, yeah, he had a shot for sixth after the siren. Yeah, 5-1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 32 posies. Yeah, mind so you, Jacob's played wide from a fair bit. Still got two goals and 22, so he didn't have a bad game for a lad. Yeah, but um, when you're a tagger and your opponent gets 30 touches and five goals, you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. But, I mean, the heat was off, wasn't it? A lot of them were junk time. Like, junk time. It was after the match was decided, which was quarter time, really. Yeah. Um, now, uh, some of the talking points coming out of this. Uh, as a North Melbourne supporter and with, you know, the much maligned uh, uh, incident earlier in the year with Higgins and Burton. Yep. You must be, ab- Josh, you must be absolutely ropeable that Jai Simpton didn't get uh, suspended <laughs> for this. Oh, a bit different. Like, oh, I know, I know. He actually hit him in the head, whereas Burton <laughs> hit him in the chest. But um, no, it's still, though, still don't knocking take him. the piss. Burton deserved to. <laughs> but um, no, with this one, Simpkins going for the ball. And look, part of it is always, um, he didn't choose to bump for a start. He was just crunching up. And the point is he had, he had no other choice. No. And uh, like we've said before, if, if your sole objective is the ball and there is incidental contact, different from collecting the ball and then deciding to punch someone in the face, like whatever. But if you have no choice and the ball is your object, any contact should be part of a contact sport. Well, it, it came out in the um, when they went to the tribunal um, where they said he didn't have any other choice. And uh, Gleeson, who is representing the AFL, went, yeah, yeah, they conceded right. that. Well, yeah. well it should be, stop it there. Yeah, that's it. Done. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> yeah, it's called an out-of-court settlement. I'm actually of the opinion that the MRO slash tribunal system is working because they've removed the uh, penalty for appealing. Yeah. Remember, you take yeah. take an early plea, you get a week off. Yeah. Um, I think they've removed that, and now people are more likely to um, test yeah. you know, and appeal. And it should and, be. Yeah, that's what it should be. Yeah. Give you a chance to argue your case. Yeah. There's been a few that you know argued and lost still. Yeah, um, fair enough. You go, okay, yeah, fair enough. Course. And really, out of the ones that argued and lost, I'd only say that the Nick Nat Nui one was incorrect. Yeah. And it's like ticket inspectors where they were trying to do that thing where you can pay them in cash right then and there. Yeah. And they stick it done. Fuck you. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to argue this guy. I'm going to go on Google. I'm going to look at all of our possible options, probably Reddit and uh, legal advice, and see, see what I can actually get away with here. Um, but I think this is the right result. Uh, what they've come to, yeah, and was, mate, you had no choice. We, it's it's a contact sport. We've been saying for a while now too. Like, I, I don't want to blame Christensen, uh, Christian, uh, Christensen, but but you're gonna players have to defend themselves. Like, um, yeah. old mate, who who's the uh, bloke that does dirty jobs? Oh, uh, Mike, Mike uh, Rowe. Rowe. His uh, his motto is safety should never be first. Safety's third because it's up to each person to look after themselves first. Yeah, um, and I think. You know, you can never, you'll never be able to set rules that'll stop head contact. You can, you can minimise it, and you can absolutely ping anyone who does it intentionally. Yeah. But when there's a ball on the ground and two people are going for it, this happens what it, maybe a hundred times a weekend. It's a contact sport. The only way yeah. to totally eliminate it is to make it a non-contact sport, and nobody wants that. No. Yeah. So, so both of them you, saw, both of them saw the ball between them. Both of them saw there was going to be contact. One player defended himself, and. That's all he did. He just made himself small. The other player didn't. That's the player that got knocked out. What did you learn? <laughs> but it's not Christian's fault. No, no, no. Christensen's fault either. It was, he was playing the ball as well. Yeah. And um, he didn't see him coming or wasn't aware or went 
you know, went to go the other way. Yeah. Whatever. It massive, doesn't matter. Massive dive. It's bad luck. But it's also in term if you're training players, as bad as it is to be a Simpkin or a Christensen, if you had the choice, you want to be the Simpkin. Even if you get, even if you do get rubbed out for two weeks, what? it's better that than, than getting knocked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Would I rather keep playing or get knocked out? <laughs> I'll take the keep playing. Exactly. So you know, if you're training under 15s, 16s, 18s, VFL, whatever. Be the guy that looks after himself. Be the guy that makes himself small, takes the contact. Yeah. Let's look at the other end of that spectrum. <laughs> Clicking balls, something for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood versus Fremantle. <laughs> now, Nat Fife, playing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> but raised in the elbow and got him in the head. Well, the ball was kind of over his shoulder when he made contact, so it's hard to say he was solely aimed at the ball. So, like you just said with Jai Simkin, you make yourself small. Yeah, making or, yourself small isn't throwing an elbow out from <laughs> your body. A, a, a flying like, forearm. If you're accepting contact... Your immediate thing is to make yourself small. Your elbows go to your ribs. Yeah. Or to their head. I mean, it can go either way. Yeah. Well, I mean, the referee always says, you've got to intelligently defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was well, doing. You knock the other fucker out, you don't have to defend Let yourself. Let him keep on going. Yeah. You know. Um, one of the other arguments that Frio took was, uh, see, it must be fair because there was no remonstration. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> right. Collingwood played on and kicked the goal. <laughs> no wonder they didn't fucking remonstrate. And maybe they just don't like Greenwood. <laughs> I mean, I can understand that. You can understand that. You you were in for it. Traitorous motherfucker. But, but again, I don't mind them trying to challenge it. I, I do like afterwards, uh, Fife said, look, I got a fair trial. I didn't yeah. win. Such is life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he put on Ned Kelly's outfit <laughs> and went and joined Bed Cousins. Yeah, well, you know, good move for that. But, um, you found him? Uh, goddamn, uh, Collingwood are playing some attractive footy, aren't they? They are scarily attractive. I, I I would love nothing more than to write them off, but they're, they're finals bound. Yeah, um, they're sitting seventh at the minute. Um, and not looking like uh, they're going to drop out. And obviously they're playing Melbourne this week. Um, I don't yeah. know who's going to win that game. That is one of the hardest game. games to pick no, up. I'm on Melbourne, but I think Collingwood will have their moments. Uh, God, damn, they've got Grundy chance. v Gorn. How, how good's that? How yeah. salivating is that? This That's, is one of the best matchups of the year. Utterly nutritious to watch that. We said earlier with uh, Ahern of an impressive debut, um, but I actually got a request from Reddit to uh, have a look at, um, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Mihocek, um, who uh, Mihocek. Yeah, Brody Mihocek played his uh, first game for Collingwood and kicked uh, four goals straight, if you don't mind, on debut. Shit, that's pretty good. He's a mature age uh, player as well. He's been knocking around for Port Melbourne, I think, and... In, in the played in the Boroughs uh, VFL Premiership last year against the Tigers, it was. I think. Yep. Yep. Um, so obviously, King four on debut. You know, hasn't got. Um, I think he took three contested marks as well. So it's not a bad effort. But even though he's twenty five, um, and, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm running this because I know you guys wouldn't have looked at him too closely. But yep. I got a, somebody on Reddit yep. asked me to, so I thought Sweet. I will. Um, Is he a loosely unit? No. Shit. No. It looks looks <laughs> looks like very straight down the middle, yeah. almost accountant looking. Do you remember? Right. Years back, uh, there was a little. You used to watch cartoons or something after the uh, after the school, and there'd be those little two minute interim things, interstitials. Sure, sure. Uh, and there was the plasticine one. Yep. And there was a right. character called Morph. Yes, I remember. Morph. That's fucking him. You reckon? I'm looking. At, look at the face. Like, I don't know if you remember the character, but just the the eyebrows that form the um, curve straight into the nose that sort of rounded. It's fucking Morph. Fair enough. You have to Google that now, yep. but believe me, it's um, morph. But with uh, Mihoshek, um, he could. They're looking for him to be a little bit of a, another forward option if Darcy Moore legs it. Yeah, and I've got a feeling that Darcy Moore might just leg it um, in, in the off season. Um, I reckon that uh, it, it's obviously it's too early to tell with Mihoshek because he's only played his first game. Um, but 
I want to see him with another AFL preseason under his belt, even though he's 25. Yeah. You know, so there's there's more to go there. But anyway, there's more you ever thought you'd hear about Mikkel Shek. Oh, we'll see him have plasticine adventures. Yeah. Um, Hoskin Elliott kicking six is not a bad effort. Uh, Tom Phillips is uh, 36 touches and three goals. I'll tell you what, um, he's an outsider for all Australian at the start of the year, if there ever was one. Yeah, and Collingwood have got those players that just keep on popping up and uh, doing their part. I mean, they were very Trelaw-heavy last year yeah. and, and very injury-ravaged, and now they've just pulled it together and got everyone pulling pulling, you know, pulling their boot, boot studs up. Daniel word? Wells has got know. consecutive games. Yeah, true, yep, yep, yep. Wait till he fucks it up. <laughs> glorious. Well, see, they've still got injuries, but... I don't know if the injuries are now like this. Yeah. This might be their best twenty-two, regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what you need. You need to um, have that depth, and you find it one way or another. You find up having a good VFL squad or injuries, and those, those people come up, and yeah, you figure out what your new game plan is. Well, I mean, next week is obviously their their litmus test. If yeah, they can, if they can beat game. Melbourne, geez, anything's that anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, Big Cox um, had another one. He kicked a nice little banana too yep. um, on the boundary line. Um, I thought he was going to have a great season and he was like I think we said it last week too he was shocking in round one and, and got yeah. suspended mm, yep. but um, he's turning into a very very handy seven footer yep yep. yep. Um, also put a nice shepherd so the umpires can have a clean uh, <laughs> clean walkway through the crowd uh, very considerate of him definitely learned his lesson he's a nice lad we're, uh, we're putting a line through Dockers though aren't we oh fucking oath yeah without, <laughs> yep. without five for the next couple they win a nose Sanderlands didn't play this one but he might be back next week yeah but even so I it's only seven feet tall. That's never going to fucking change, obviously. Yeah. But he's not as effective as he used to be. Wow. He's, I think he's also the second oldest in the league behind yeah, Burgoyne. So. Yeah. yeah, but he ages you know, like dinosaurs. Yeah, he's yeah. a dinosaur. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much more to say. This just makes me, re- as in um, somebody without a dog in the fight, it makes Monday's uh, Queen, Queen's birthday game just such an attractive game to watch. Yeah, 100%. And I did say there's a bit of a fight about it too because it's the uh, MND game as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Collingwood has... Uh, in- initially, the g- deal was for Collingwood and Melbourne to alternate. But since they've had the uh, Danaher MND, fight for MND, yep. splash, whatever... They've uh, shared. Well, they've given it to Melbourne for the last few. Yeah. And then Eddie's come out and said, you know what, uh, lads, uh, it's, it's a good run. But I think it's going to be our home game next year. I th- actually, I got a feeling it, it was never shared. I-, I think it was one of the things that Collingwood said look, you guys are in fucking trouble. You can have it. And Eddie's gone, hmm, I haven't been a cunt for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it was, why Why are we doing good things again? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you realise that Melbourne's bidding for Darcy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Could very well be. Um, On to the Crows and the Giants. Did not pick this. No, no. I did not nope. pick the Giants kicking more goals and points. No, it's the first time it's happened <laughs> since, you know, round two or three or, or something like that, like yeah. we've, uh, we've been following. Um, but... Uh, Every time the Crows wrestled it back from the Giants, the Giants responded. Yeah, yeah, and they had an answer for uh, four quarters of a game, which was amazing. Um, yeah, obviously, still some big outs for the Crows, but there's big outs for GRS as well. Yeah. So this was a game of what's your future strategy when you need your depth to step up. 11 goals, 15, though. Um, that that might be it. Yeah, yeah, I think that that is it. Um, obviously, Tex wasn't playing, was he? No, no. He's, out, you know, no he's, he's still, still out. gone for a while. You know, with Eddie, loot. Um, Eddie's not dominating. Um, no, but geez, I think this is uh, Josh Kelly's best game um, for the year so far, and just you go, oh yeah, that's right, that's what you can yeah, do. Yeah, um, <laughs> and in one week, the Giants look scary again. Yeah, they'll fall away. 
no, I hope I'm so because we play him in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm just saying that because I'm not sold on Cameron's coaching. His structures seem to be about let's just put the best talent on the field and hope they can make it happen. Yeah. Because when shit goes pear-shaped, he tends to struggle. Although I say that, but then they've come back and managed to give Adelaide addition, so I, like maybe I said, I'm wrong. I don't know what I'm talking his, about. Fuck it. Um, it, it. Adelaide's in trouble. I, I'm prepared to say that uh, Adelaide can't win the flag this year because I think you know their three best midfielders, um, being the Crouch brothers and Sloan, I don't think they've had eight games between them this year. So yeah. and uh, Brad Crouch is not coming back. They've gone yeah. to gone to the surgical table for him. Yeah. But even when Sloan comes back, and you're like, well, you haven't had a full year now. And yeah. And when Tex comes back, there's a game or two to get back into the swing there. There's still a question mark over Sloan. He hasn't signed. Yeah, he hasn't, and neither has Tom Lynch. Yep, um, yeah, that's true. And uh, he's obviously the lesser of the two Tom Lynches. But yeah, if yeah. you get to the buy and you haven't signed. There's a strong chance you're not gonna. I, I think when it comes to um, uh, big name players, it's sort of, uh, you know, two thirds of them don't sign. There's the one third that does, and it's, yeah, it's the yeah. rarer one, obviously. And especially mm. coming off an injury, that's not the time you want to sign. You want to get a few good games on the yeah, belt, build yourself up. Price up. Yeah. But you, your price is always bigger somewhere else. It's just true, and you've got plenty of time to talk to a lot of people when you're injured. Yeah. When, you, when you're not doing much. Um, the thing going against Sloan is he's 29 at the moment. Yep. So he's a, he's a top-up player oh, for a team making a final steal. Uh, Geelong, he, Geelong. That's where they all send them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, wouldn't they love that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Adelaide will still make finals, but God damn, they, they've got to turn some things around. It's going to make finals interesting as well if um, they're going to have uh, it, Crows it, in the bottom, the bottom, or... Yeah, seventh bottom, or eighth yeah. with a full complement. Yeah. I mean, injuries, because injuries is going to be their issue. Yeah. Um, God damn, if they get any more, you're just like, well, mate, why? What do you, yeah, what do you do? How do you fill those spots? Um, and it's a shame because, you know, Bryce Gibbs is having a good year. Yeah, um, yeah. he's, he's probably, been been the, probably the best, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. yeah, you go close, you know. Oh, well, yeah. no, Rory Laird would be their best. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, bro- I think he broke his hand, but really? he's likely yeah. to play anyway this week. Yeah. It's one of those ones. Yeah, just so, suck it up. A bit weird. I know you've pumped him up before, but how good's Dylan Shield? <laughs> oh, I, I'm telling you, he's... Yeah, he's the pick. If I was going to raid GWS, he's the pick. Kelly is very fucking close, though. Yeah, but if yeah. you're talking about franchise players, uh, Kelly, phenomenal skill. But to me, he's more the uh, the Joel Selwood version, whereas Shields, taped together. Shields the yeah. um, the Dangerwood, like the Dangerfield. It, it bust through. Yeah. Um, I think Kelly is more class, but Shield was just... It, you can tell him run through a brick wall there's when a, he'd do There's it. a lot of judd about him. I mean, more than just the shoulder strapping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is a bit of a cross between Judd and Daniel Kerr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he, he looks like Daniel Kerr. Is, yeah, yeah. Is what I'm saying. He's a little bit bigger than Daniel Kerr. Well, Kerr was underrated. He would have been spectacular, except well, that he was probably the third best midfielder. Yeah, exactly. in the team. He yeah. was the third best midfielder in his in his one. Yeah, he's the only one that didn't end up with a Brownlow. So um, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll go on to round twelve, um, which I think is guaranteed to be a better uh, round of footy, um, which is a shame because Hawthorne's not playing. Um, Friday night, the power. And Richmond at Adelaide Oval. Um, Goddamn, the power would. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. 
With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Disappointing last week at Richmond. Yeah. was so impressive. Yeah. It makes me think this should be closer than it's going to be. I actually like this match, though, because the way both teams play tends to be just um, flat-out frantic pace. Uh, it'll, it'll be entertaining. It'll be a bit scrappy. But anything could happen. It could be, it could be a blowout. It could be tight. You don't know. But it's going to be one of those ones where you're going to have to have a lot of replays. All right. Who are you tipping them by what margin? Uh, Richmond by 12. Yeah, I'll see the Tigers. <laughs> I, I think the Tigers as well. Uh, although the power have got to bounce back because even you know, yeah. Chad Wingo was getting yelled at by the, the trainer um, last week. It might have been Chad Corns, actually, um, which is kind of normal. But yeah. when things are going bad, they focus on those kind of things. Yeah. And you yeah. need to bounce back. And I mean, no one listens to Chad Corns anyway, so... Why should they? It's going to be a water of ducks back. Even less so than Kane. Yeah. Um, Geelong are hosting North down at uh, Goomba Stadium. That's an interesting matchup. Yeah. Who well, does Jacobs go to? Well, you're not bothering to tag Ablett because he'll be in the forward line. You'd probably go to Dangerfield. But I don't think Jacobs is... Jacobs is bigger than you think, but I don't think he's got the muscle that Dangerfield has. So he'd probably go to Selwood. That's exactly what I come up with. I'm like, don't don't be fooled in tagging Ablett. Yeah, no. I don't think you can tag Dangerfield. Go for Selwood. Yep. And he's the, the spiritual leader as well. Yeah. Um, he'll bring other people into the game. Yep. Cut him out. Well, yeah. cut him literally because he'll bleed. No, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Blood rule four times a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing is, like, Jacobs, if he does tag Selwood, he's likely to get reported <laughs> because Selwood just does that to people. No, this is true. But um, this North fence is fucking great. We're, we're at a point where you have to actually have that discussion. Yeah, With exactly. North yeah. in Geelong, you're like, look, it's not impossible. And then looking at North's run, we've got a fucking dream run home from the bye. We play Bulldogs twice. We get the return against Brisbane. We get uh, St. Kilda. Um I think we've got another Carlton match too. Yeah, what about this one? Yeah. <laughs> Just concentrate on this one. Well, this one, I think I think it's up for grabs, but um, I'm going to back my team in. I tell you what, you got the forward line to push them. Yeah. There's a lot of tall forwards, and uh, I don't think... Harry, I think I've, I think got the back line to stop them too. Uh, Lockie Henderson is not <laughs> back yet. I don't think... is Harry Taylor's not 100%. So you're going to have somebody like Reece Stanley uh, yeah. manning Benny Brown. Yeah. Harry yeah. Taylor's on a test with a, a bad foot. So... Brown's advantage is his ability to leap and uh, grab the ball at the highest point. I don't think even if they play Taylor, he's going to be able to stop him. Um, if Radagalia comes back in, that's a great uh, matchup mm. for Majak. Yep. Um, because they're both obviously massive units <laughs> that can run. Mm. Um, and I think I think it might be a, a stretch for Magic. But if Magic can float off and be the third man up, which he do, did very well last week, yeah. take some nice grabs... There's every North are every chance. His one grab marking has improved phenomenally what? in the last yeah. uh, six yeah. months. Because previously, you'd see him go up and had this beautiful leap, and then it'd be a tumble, tumble. He might grab it, he might yeah. not. But now it's just been two big dukes up there, and the ball just sticks. Well, he's always been a good run and leap, but yeah. it's been the standing in the middle of the pack and not getting bustled out. He's yeah. still not great at that. But, um, but he's better. He is much, much better. And look, he's best 22 at the moment, which is not what we would have said last year or the start of this year. Look. 
I, I think North can get out of the blocks and, and win this one, but I'm still going to tip the Cats because yeah. I'm a little bit conservative. But... I think North have to get out of the blocks fast in yeah. order to put the pressure on Geelong and make them question yeah. you know, how this game's going to be played. And they're not unbeatable down there. No. Well, also, I'm a tentative Geelong for this one. I, I think if Waite plays as well, that's a, a whole other level. Um, this is as, no, as strong as North gets. The only player who might come in is Taylor Garner. Yeah, you're running out with a very impressive injury list. Um, but, uh, you know... Good luck's yours to take. Why, why wouldn't you? Yep. Um, Giants are hosting the Suns. Um, you know, a week ago this might have been a contest, but now the Giants are going to put a hurting on the Suns. Yeah, they're at a dollar nine, and I'll tell you what—that's the best nine percent earn you'll have. Yeah. Won't it be close? Um, St Kilda are hosting Sydney Etihad in the Pride game. Um, great because Swans are going to win that easily. I, I really want this is sort of more a St Kilda-driven uh, game. I feel. And I really want to give Saints the benefit of the doubt that I'll turn up. But I don't think it matters. I, I think they could turn up with their best game and Swans are still going to be better. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so too. Um, Buddy's due to you know have an absolute uh, blinder uh, under the roof that Eddie had. <laughs> you say that every week. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I love it. Um, Brisbane uh, hosting Essendon. Oh, jeez. Um, injuries have now caught Brisbane, I think. If they had yeah. Charlie Cameron running around, um, you give them yeah. more of a chance. But they've caught Essendon too, though. Yeah, not as bad. Like Essendon have what little depth they have is better than Brisbane's. Yeah, superstar wise, like in terms of um, who do you pick out of Beams or Heppel? Beams. Yeah, same. I don't have to think. Yeah. No. Beams. Yeah. So if Beams has a, a good game, they're every chance. Yeah, yeah, they are a chance, but I, I think that Essendon can't play that badly again. They can't, surely not. Yeah. I think losing Zaharaka is going to mat- matter a lot to them. Yeah, um, and um, Harris Andrews, he was he was great last week. He's had a good year. He's not going to have to be that good against uh, McKernan. Maybe not. Yeah, probably maybe not. Probably line up on. Um, I think this is the upset. I think Brisbane are going to show that then. You know, still not uh, on the on the hard up, but uh, they're going to be going to be able to take care of Essendon. I might. Selection table will decide this one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm going with. Uh, the Dockers are hosting the Crows. Um, Dockers without Fife. Yeah. Are they going to get a kick? Two teams you can't tip, but uh, Adelaide, like, they're, they're still a much better... They're a much more multi-dimensional side than uh, the Dockers. Yeah. Particularly when the Dockers' trump cards are gone. Um, yeah, Crows all around. Yeah, Crows. 100%. Uh, Melbourne and Collingwood. Uh, you know what? Footy's going to be the winner. On this day, yeah, yeah. What I'm just so excited for this game. It's Queen actually will be stoked. <laughs> Queen's birthday public holiday game that actually means something. Yeah, could have ramifications for finals. Yeah, and just uh, build up a bit of that rivalry. Um, you know what I mean? It's been a long time since Melbourne been worthwhile of a proper rivalry. So exactly, yeah, if they can really make this that fight for. I mean, Melbourne are obviously way ahead in the ladder, but they make this this fight for final supremacy. Um, pretty much playing second field of Richmond. Then, yeah, I think that's only been good for, for both teams. Yeah, this could be the Moe versus the Mullets. Uh, no rain scheduled for Monday, too. So it, this deserves 80 odd thousand. Yep. I, oh, I, I hope yeah. they get it. If you're a fan of either team, turn up, and the Melbourne supporters are planning on turning up. Yep. So I, what I would love yeah, to get see. Get to the members real fucking early. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd love to see is a 50 50 crowd. Yeah. Yeah, and it could happen. It actually I could. hope it does, because if you're a Melbourne supporter, this is your year. Like You've had a fucking rough trot. I'm, so. I'm tipping Melbourne, but Collingwood have got some class. If, if they bring their A game, they are every chance to, yep. to I think cause an upset. Collingwood are used to playing in front of 90,000 yep. yeah. as well. Yep. But I'm still in Melbourne. I think uh, they'll have their, their moments where they're a bit overawed, but they'll 
they'll take the chance. Change something, Melbourne. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't back Collingwood ever. So I'm going to Melbourne, but I hope I think this is going to be eight points to to Melbourne. I hope it's uh, three lead changes in the last quarter. Excellent. Yeah. All right, that'll do us. All right, peace. See ya.